Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, of course, we're talking about episode four of Doctor Who, Arachnids in the UK. Uh, so we'll be coming on to that a little bit later on, because I think we um, we gave a bit of an insight into what my review would probably would, would, would be on last week's uh, podcast, actually. Um, so... <laughs> Which would be eight leg bastards, but there you are. So I can't stand us or anything. So we'll find out what we thought later on. Um, but also, um, well, I think we also dropped a, su- a surprise podcast on you um, end end of the end of last week as well. The interview with Toby Haydoke. So thanks again for Toby to uh, for coming on and talking about uh, the road and uh, Nigel Neal and Spike Milligan and Quatermass and everything. So uh, yeah, thank, thanks again. So I hope if you haven't listened to it, everybody, please do. It's it's a very very um, Interesting conversation, listening to, to what Toby had to say um, about Nigel Neal. Anyway, um, on to this week's news. Now, unfortunately, we do have to start off with some um, some sad news uh, that uh, apparently, well, not apparently, Derek Sherwin, uh, former Doctor Who producer um, from basically Pat Troughton's era, uh, sadly passed away at the age of 82, which I understand was he actually passed away last week. So I understand. Um, now... I don't think you could say that Derek Sherwin's contribution to Doctor Who should be underestimated in, under no. any circumstances, really, can it? Because it really did shape what Doctor Who was to become for a good many years. Yeah. Really did. Um, I mean, he basically came up with the idea of Unit. Um, he brought back the Lethbridge-Stewart character and promoted him to, to Brigadier. Um, he... He cast John Pertwee in the role of in the role of the Doctor, um, and basically he, he sort of dragged Doctor Who out of a pretty sticky patch, sort of script wise, really, didn't he? Yeah. Reading this because the, so when he, so he sort of took over, um, they basically had sort of like no real scripts to work with. He's he, sort of one of the quotes they've got on this news aren't we got here. So sort of like for the first three months, um, there wasn't really any decent scripts they had to work with, and we know what. What it was like, um, things like the Dominators and the Crotons, for argument's sake. Um, not the greatest scripts in the world, but he himself, though, did come up with one of the classic um, Pat Troughton or Doctor Who stories for Stop Reading Invasion. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we, we did a commentary for it, um, I don't know how many years ago that was now, but it's it's certainly one of, one of our favourite stories we, we've sort of sat through as, as, as a commentary. To be honest, yeah, I, th- totally. I think it's a it's a great story. The invasion, um, you know, just by sort of like putting the the side men weren't actually front and centre. It was it was the, it was the lead characters and and the, the Tobias Vaughan character really. He was the real bad guy of it. So um, yeah, absolutely sort of fantastic. And of course, he did play he had a little role, didn't he, in um, Spirit from Space as the uh, the car park attendant at the so called top secret unit headquarters. <laughs> As, wor- as, as they always were, <laughs> the worst kept secret ever. <laughs> no, so I think it, it's it's sad, but he, I think he had been ill for some time though. Um, Derek Shaw and I saw, I saw him at uh, Galley a couple of years ago, and he was wheelchair bound then. Um, so he, he, I say he's not he's not been well for some time. But um, but what I didn't know though um, is in the eighties that he offered to buy. Doctor Who off the BBC and produce it independently. I yeah. never knew that. No, I didn't know that. Never um, knew yeah, that. Yeah, I... it's just 
I mean, I'd, it, I'd like it's to interesting, know how... isn't it? It is, isn't uh, it? But whether he, how close did he actually get close to doing it or not? Well, it, it says here, he said that he, he wrote to Michael Grade and he said, you know, like basically, the BBC can't afford to do this, don't know what to do with it, where to go with it. He offered to take it off their hands, produce it, and independent, finance it independently, and then sell it back to the BBC as like a yeah. package, which is pretty much what, what happened to the BBC in the 80s and 90s, wasn't it? With a, with a lot of their output, he went out to like privately run production companies rather than being in-house. Yeah. Um, so... But Michael Ray turned him down, saying that he he had plans for the series, which was well, basically just cancel it, wasn't, wasn't it? it? <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Grade. Now we find out Michael Grade hated it so much he'd rather he'd rather nobody made it. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says when he said when Michael Grade left, he wrote to um, his successor Peter Krieger and, and and offered to buy it a second time. So um, it wasn't as if he was... Um, he <laughs> Michael Gray still said no, even though he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. I'd love to... Uh, it's fascinating to think what could have happened to Doctor Who if, if, that had, if that had actually happened. Yeah. I mean, would it, have, would it have been better than what we had? Or would it have been kind of like... Oh, like oh. I was going to say like, like those, sort of, those cheaply made straight-to-video stuff we had... In the early nineties, like the you know the um, the downtime stuff, and or would or would we still be waiting for Doctor Who to come back? Is in the arguments with the Sherwin Estate as to whether they're going to allow it to happen or? Well, that was the thing because a lot of those sort of, was it Shakedown was another one of those 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 Bill Bags was it BBV Productions? Um, they they could use the names of the the monsters or whatever they were used or certain characters from Doctor, but they couldn't actually mention the name of the Doctor. Because the BBC owned the rights and they couldn't use the actual designs completely as well, so they had to be re- like the Sontarans were re- redesigned. I think it was Shakedown as well, it was. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating to think what what could have what could have been really, really is. But uh, but anyway, um, I say that's all. You know, we'll say cheers to you, uh, uh, Derek Sherwin, because I say it, it, it did form well. Basically, that that format just basically really forms all of Pertwee's tenure, really, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 yeah that fashion what the third Doctor was, didn't it? Yeah. Um, I suppose you could say he, he was. Well, I suppose you could credit him for saving Doctor Who twice because he, he certainly sort of pulled it back from the Brink and Troughton's era, and when they wanted to cancel it again, um, when Pertwee took over, he sort of came up with the idea of setting you know Earthbound and making it cheaper to to produce. Yeah. So you know, and you know, and unit was you know a mainstay as well. So I think it was, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot to thank him for. A hell of a lot to thank him for. Anyway, now this is a bit of an odd segue, really, because that that's pretty much it for uh, any sort of uh, Doctor related news. So um, let's go over to Omega's stats corner. Okay, right now the overnight viewing figures for Arachnids in the UK uh, was 6.43 million viewers, uh, according to unofficial overnight figures, uh, and apparently that was a share of the 29.3% of the total TV audience. Yeah, so that seems to have settled into. A, it does, doesn't it? That. Yeah. Hopefully, if that stays to where it is, then that's fine. Well, apparently, it's it's slightly up on uh, the overnights for uh, Rosa. 
yeah. from the previous week. Um, it was second for the evening against Strictly Come Dancing. Um, or the, you know, the results, I should say, uh, which had 9.14 million viewers. Um, and now TV is the X Factor. I love saying this, actually. The X Factor results peaked at 4.2 million viewers. Yes. Yes. So... So at, at the moment, as it stands with those overnight figures, Doctor Who is currently the third highest rated program for the week. Yeah. But, so oh, and Bradley Walsh failed again, didn't he, with the chase? With the chase, three point eight three million. <laughs> oh dear. But uh, no, I, I'm quite enjoying um, these these sort of reading out these audience figures. Actually, um, yeah. You know, for a Sunday night. I mean, to be honest, it's. I'm trying to think back to what it was for Capaldi, and it's not that dissimilar, is it? I, I honestly can't remember. I can't remember, really, to be honest. It was getting around about between five and six a lot of the time, wasn't it, for the yeah. the overnights? But, uh, yeah. No, it's, no it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. Now, the consolidated viewing oh. figures for um, Rosa... Uh, was eight point nine million. Now I've taken this for another website. I haven't got the full, the four, the Barb four dashboard um, viewing figures. I'm afraid that I don't. I can't. I can't sort of find that at the moment. But um, but again, eight point nine um, consolidated. Slightly down um, on the Ghost Monument, which yeah. had consolidated viewing figures of eight point six seven. But again, eight million is still damn good. I mean, I'm actually quite surprised because I thought that would. Really pick up just because of the the good press it got after showing that a lot of people would um, look to catch up on that. Hmm. Yeah. A lot more. So I'm surprised it didn't go up more actually, but was well, still. Yeah, well, especially because of the um, the, the good word of mouth that that got after after its initial broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little bit surprised myself, but. But I don't know. Maybe it's the whole historical thing doesn't doesn't attract your I don't know your your casual sci-fi fan. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's a bit of a an odd one. But there you go. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. But, uh, no, it, it's still it's still healthy. It's still very very healthy. Um, I know. Sort of. We, we we say just about every time we do this, viewing figures don't really mean much, but. Um, as you said, it, it seems to have settled into a nice little little. Sort of, it's found its niche, hasn't it? Yeah. For a Sunday night, which is good, which is good. Oh well, so that's it for stats. But again, unbelievably, we can go over to some. We've got some more tat for you as well because we're going to go over now to Omega's tat corner. You pester me with trinkets. Right now, this this is this this one uh, was sent to us by um, I think it was Martin Howell from the Bad Wolf podcast. He left it on our Facebook group. Um, all I can say is, well, Doctor Who is back in Pez form. Yes, unbelievably, uh, the Funko Pop people have now done some Funko Pez. As well, um, and they've done four Doctor Who related pest dispensers, uh, which are available to pre order. They are coming in December this year. So we have a 13th Doctor pest dispenser, a 4th Doctor, 10th Doctor, and 11th Doctor pest dispenser. Um, and they are currently for, up for sale. This is, this is only in dollars from a company called entertainmenteearth.com. Um, and that will set you back $4.99 each. And in, in, in pest dispenser terms, I don't know if that's expensive or not. 
No, we've got no idea. No idea. Had more chance with Barbies, didn't we? Really? We did know. actually, didn't we? Yeah. Now the the weird thing is, we we looked at their other Funko Pez related items they've got, and they've got some um, sort of Star Wars related stuff. They've got a Jawa Pez and a Tuscan Raider Pez. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, we've got a, a Star Wars Bosk Pez, who's one of the bounty hunters, etc., etc. There's Batman one, Joker, Robin. The th- one that sort of made us sort of raise our, our eyebrows somewhat was the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Pez. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes, you can get your own uh, Dorothy, Blanche, Rose, and and Sophia pop Pezes. Um, I, I, did, I didn't never realise, we've discussed this before we start recording, that this was still a thing. Yes. Just, just yeah, just a surprising way. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Open the link to see that, especially as that was the first thing that came up. And I was thinking, "Hang on a minute, hang on." Exactly. Now, unfortunately, these won't be here in time for Christmas. They they are not coming till February twenty nineteen. I'm afraid. So um, you can pre-order them now, but they're also going for the uh, the price of four dollars ninety nine cents. So there you go. They're <laughs> not coming till nineteen eighty seven. How long did the Golden Girls go on for? It just always seemed, always seemed to be on, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, and probably must still be somewhere. <laughs> obviously. Well, obviously, Port is the kind of TV the kids seem to like. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, so that that was that was you. We had one item of tap for you this week. Um. So it was. Uh, yeah. It was, it was just seen the <laughs> Doc Two fair enough. Star Wars fair enough. Golden Girls though. Hmm. Okay. It was just going back to how you said about Martin Lefty on our Facebook page. It was like, yeah, we're going to rub his nose in it. <laughs> he won't do that again. <laughs> oh, crikey. Right, everybody. So that's it for news, uh, stats and tat for this week. So coming up next, we're going to be talking about arachnids in the UK. Uh, so for another week then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to uh, talk about arachnids in the UK. Big spider problem in this city, Yaz. Glad to be home. Come on, Daisy. Tell me exactly what's going on, omitting no detail, no matter how strange. Okay, right, now, before we get on to what uh, Paul and I thought about this, uh, we're going to do feedback first this time, actually. So, uh Let's go. And once again, everybody, thanks so much for sending your feedback in. It's really, really good to receive it all um, from you all. And um, it's sort of we've got another sort of bumper crop again to, to read out. So uh, first off, we're going to go through the Twitter feedback. And first, I have some feedback from David Gale. Hi, David. Uh, David says, "I'll start by saying best one so far, but it hadn't got so got much competition. First twenty-eight minutes was okay. Then we went over the top on Trump parallels." Green Death was better. On the plus side, the sonic screwdriver wasn't pointed at everything this week. Uh, still not getting her portrayal of the Doctor. Everything seems forced. I've got to say I'm struggling with watching this series now. Okay, a bit of a mixed bag there, but um, thank, thanks, David. Mixed, mixed signals. Um, next, so Sigma's Doctor Who podcast. 
Uh, they say, without doubt, the best of the season so far, and Hinchcliffe right up too. Some brilliant scare moments and some great comedy too. Check out Ryan's Shadow Creatures in the Spider Research Lab. Sadly though, Jodie Whittaker is being held back by some poor scripting. 8.5 out of 10. So I'll get a little rating as well there. So thank you very much. Uh, next up with um, uh, Dr. Joy P. Um, they say, I've got to say, I really enjoyed it. It was a bit scary and a bit silly, which is a pretty good description of Doctor Who overall, really. I'm sure it helped that I'm not particularly terrified of spiders. My 10-year-old enjoyed it and chilled out loud at the uh, says us moment. I love the deepening of all the relationships, seeing Ryan and Graham becoming more supportive of each other, meeting Yazzie's family, and seeing all the companions choose to travel with the Doctor, especially because they clearly talked about, uh, about it with, with each other and plan to ask her together. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Joy. Uh, so on to the Facebook feedback. Uh, first up, we have Craig Hansen. Hi, Craig. Uh, he says, another great episode, great season so far. It was a good romp, but the scenes with Graham and Grace gave it emotional depth. I thought they spoke of Lost quietly, but powerfully. Finally, there's a TARDIS team, hashtag Team TARDIS, that are taking personal responsibility for going into danger, which we should cut down a lot of Dr. Anks later on, which has weighed down things in recent years. Okay, thanks a lot, Craig. Uh, next up, Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf podcast. Hi, Martin. Uh, it says, was fun if flawed, which honestly is good. Rosa was amazing, but after such a hard-hitting episode, you need something light and fluffy to readjust the tone. Okay, cheers, Martin. Uh, next up, we have Andrea Gill. Hi, Andrea. Andrea says, another, another double thumbs up from me. Scary and entertaining with the grief element dealt with very well. Lots of pretty visuals and love Ryan's shadow puppetry in the lab. Definitely loving this hashtag Team TARDIS. The TARDIS set is growing on me too. Noticing more details that I really like. For example, the Gallifrey symbols edging the step stroke platform. Okay, thanks Andrea. Uh, next up we have uh, James Rockcliffe. Hi James. Uh, it says, weakest of the four so far. Way too many coincidences and a pretty naff, non-existent explanation as to where all the spiders went. Did they all just die out? The contrast between Graham's grief and comic horror of the spiders too great to be credible for me. The villain was extremely uh, one-dimensional and the political dialogue way too on the nose to be clever. The spiders were very, very well realised and are perhaps too scary. Okay, thanks there, James. Uh, Last we have some email feedback and once again we have um, Ian Key. Hi Ian, thanks again for emailing us. Ian says, won't be watching this one again in a hurry. Not because it was bad, but because of those bloody spiders. Sat with all the lights switched on and with my legs up on the sofa and jumped out of my skin with my three black cats decided to pounce onto my lap as the spiders ran through the hotel. That's what cats are good at. Um, enjoyed the Green Death parallels, and I'm sure in years to come, this will be one that people will look back on and call the one with the spiders. Think the series is going from strength to strength, and Chris Chibnall is doing a great job drawing on things from the classic series and building an audience for the future. We'll be drinking gin for the rest of the night to calm my nerves. Cheers, Ian. Thank you very much again, Ian. Thanks, everybody, to, uh, who wrote in again. Um, it appears on the whole everyone... everyone Kind of enjoyed that there. There's a, there's a couple of people who sort of aren't too, um, oh, excuse me, aren't they not microphone over there, um, aren't too sure. Um, so, what do we think about it? It's, it's my turn to sort of go first, isn't it? Really, this this time. Um, 
You can do. I thought it was mine, but you can go. You, you All right. kick off. I no, don't mind. You go first. I'll just reload it. I could do with a break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I enjoyed this. Uh, it was a just sit back and watch and don't need to think too much episode, wasn't it? It was. It was. Um, well, at least I thought so. I thought you were going to say, no, I found in depth. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was anything but in depth. Um, I, I think, A, for a start, I think, Arachnids, I think what you said um, about Arachnids in the UK sounds like they had a title and built a story around it. Yeah. Because the Arachnids weren't in the UK, they were in Sheffield. <laughs> yes. Allegedly. Or just in a hotel in Sheffield yeah. and in a flat in a house. In Sheffield. Mm. Um, I mean, my main thing watching this, first, first, I have watched it again, but the first time watching it, I was just trying to picture what you was doing while you was watching this. <laughs> well, I'd both be, both be kids sitting on me because like, they were petrified of the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three of us. Oh, oh, sorry, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so that was reassuring for them, having you around, wasn't it? Shivering nervous wrecks. <laughs> Oh, I, what, what actually, I thought, thought the starting right at the beginning, the fact that the first shots you have are you think are going to be at the spider's eye level. Yes, and it isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> There's nothing, you know. That's just I thought that that was brilliant bit of misdirection, and the fact that you actually get into the story before you get to the first spider. I mean, had it not been in the title. Yeah. It would have been an intro, you know, there would have been a case of, well, where's this going? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the spiders were um, were effective. I thought the effects were nicely done Yeah, as well. Um, I think it was sort of suitably um, sort of creepy. I wouldn't say there's a lot of jump scares in it, which you, you probably could have had, um, you could have had with this. Um, so I think they sort of obviously you, you've got aim for a, a family audience about making everybody have nightmares, um, especially yeah. for arach- arachnophobes like myself. But, and you know um, the first, the first time, from the minute they they've both gone to the cupboard and opened that, and there's nothing there. You know, like within seconds, there's going to be there is going to be supposedly a jump moment. Yeah. And you just sort of see its legs under under the bed, don't you? Yeah. When, when Ryan looks under, so uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was. It, it, they were used effectively. Um, I don't think they they were uh, overused. Either the spiders. Um, I just think that the the whole thing about saying that the the spiders sort of ecosystems, the local the local spiders ecosystems were all sort of screwed up and everything, bizarre behaviour patterns and everything, but. Um, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't clearly explained why. To my, I su- to my, to my mind. Well, I, I suppose because yeah, there was there was big spiders going out there and frightening the locals. Well, that was it. But the, the if thing they're was, giving off the whole well, thing yeah. about them giving off. Um, oh yeah, the 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 pheromones and pheromones, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, or the or the the, the vibration, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not too I'm not too sure about that really because um, they said you know these spiders are all over Sheffield. Well, they it, it, they quite clearly weren't, um, and I I kind of agree what James said 
um, in his feedback there, that everything was pretty coincidental. And I know that's what a lot of Doctor Who is, coincidences just to drive the plot forward. Yeah. I mean, no, no more so than The Woman Who Fell to Earth, which I... Oh, no, no. Complete... Yeah, you see exactly uh, the same thing. And I... I, I, I Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, can sort, I can sort of understand. Had the woman in the flat been a fellow scientist that may have taken something home with her? I mean, they tried to explain that by... They must have picked up on the smell from her from working in the mm. university or whatever, which is why they went and found her. Which, all right, slightly can take that one. But no explanation as to what they're doing in Graham and Grace's house. No. Absolutely none whatsoever. And it looks like you've got one person, the, the Doctor, uh, was it Jade McIntyre, um, sort of doing this spider research. Where's everyone else? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. it's, yeah. um, the one thing, just looking at the, um, the cast list for this, uh, the actress who played Jade McIntyre, for this episode, fantastic name, Tanya Fear. <laughs> yes. I thought very apt, actually. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yeah, but, but, yeah. I, yeah, but it, it was coincidental it happened to live next door to um, uh, Yasmin's family as well. Yeah, it, it, two, it was, two doors down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. it, was, it was a little bit... That was too coincidental, that. That really was. And then, and then the fact that he's... Collecting the the waste, her husband's collecting the waste as well. So it's like two connections to it. Yeah. In the same story, you know, one or the other. What well, the, th- well, the but... thing is that the whole waste collection thing with with her, uh, her dad didn't go anywhere. No, I think it was just there for the line, for her to get upset that she had to admit her husband was was right. But that's it. But the thing is, surely bringing that home, that would have, if we're talking about. Following the the pheromones or following the the trail yeah. was would have brought spiders to that flat. Yeah, as no, well, could, as, yeah, well as the person two doors down, you know. But. And I could, yeah, I could have understood if if where the there was an exit from the caves underneath their building, mm. and that was you know the connection. But the connection was that she worked in the the university, so mm. wasn't. Totally sure. No, me neither. It just so happens that the the main spider uh, expert happens to be calling as they're going to collect a parcel from it. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. And like I, like I say, it's not even actually thinking about obviously Graham's Grace and Graham's house. It's not even as if they've been gone a long while that the spiders have found an empty house. Because they're only supposed to have been gone half an hour. I know. So that thing must have been there all the way through, um, well, all the, all the time that she was alive, really. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, no. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. I, so, no maybe the, the we've seen, we've week, seen how quickly. Yeah, the intervening weeks how after she died and been. the funeral, I would say. Yeah. Certainly. I suppose we don't know how often Graham had been going home. I suppose after she died, he may have been staying with friends in between. Maybe. Actually, that's the other I thing about the the, the 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 spider that Graham found. He found a dead spider, or basically the the like the husk skin, yeah, the skin of a spider. So th- there was still a spider losing his house. 
presumably, unless that was the one that then went to the other flat. I don't know. That's even more coincidental, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could you could probably you could probably tell from this. I I enjoyed it, but it, it I, to me it did have a lot of problems script wise. Yeah, it's really. not it's not one to. I mean, that's what I said. It was just a it was just a sort of fun little romp. It was that was yeah. supposed to be scary, which it sort of achieved, and yeah. that was it. Really, don't don't really sit there yeah. and start and, and analyzing. Also try, no, no, which is what we're guilty of doing right now. But um, it it did try <laughs> to make you feel sorry for the spiders at the end. Yeah, Where I mean, it, it, I mean, the it, the, the, the whole argument being, it's it's actually none of their doing. No, you know, it's not. They don't want to be experimented on. Oh, you've got, you know, should you be experimented? Should we be experimenting on our animals? Mm. Is that, you know, how ethical is that? B, you've then got the dumping of... Toxic waste. Toxic waste. C, you've got the not disposing of stuff properly, generally. Yeah. And cutting corners for profit. So you know, yeah, none of this is none of this is the spider's fault, and even even the fact that you know that they're taking people off and wrapping them up is you know saying they just don't know what their food is now. They're so big, obviously flies are just not. Yeah, they've got to live somehow. Going to do yeah. anything to them? So well, now, what, you know, what was that? Was actually thinking of it? It was the bit at the ends when they sort of realised that the like the, the, the the queen spider we're going to call it was was dying because it couldn't yeah. breathe anymore, um, which is. Um, factual, actually. Yeah. They was it they breathe through something called spiracles. Um, mm. But it's, it's just it's the sheer. It's something to do with the, with the volume and the the amount of air it can intake. It, it can't achieve it. It's just too big. Its body mass is too big, or something like that. So that was quite. That was actually sort of factual. At the end, that that yeah. is, that is pretty much what would happen. It would just get to such a size where it just couldn't breathe anymore. So. Um, so yeah, I, I, I quite I quite like that. But the there's one thing that kind of not I'm trying to think of, of, of a a less a less aggressive word than annoyed me or annoyed really. It just sort of it just sort of just sort of eaten away at me that basically everything the doctor said this week was practically like a science lesson. And I know that Chibnall's trying to bring it back to more of a educational. Yeah, I mean, well, last week we had basically a history lesson. Yeah, but this week it was it was everything to do with um, sort of like spider repellent, and it was sort of well, not everything has to be explained, and and even that educating absolutely everything, everything the doctor said this week practically was, oh, this is this, and this is the science behind it, and it, oh Christ, just turn it down a little bit. You know, can't can't make, making notes for spider repellent. You you writing that down? Don't tell me. I've no, I've got the spider repellent spray, which is basically it's like cloves, and they don't like the smell of conkers, spiders. Yeah, but the thing now is peppermint oil. That's the that's the, you can't buy the spray when with the. Uh, I mean, that, you know. that's unfortunate, Annex. They can make their own string as well, can't they? They don't like conkers. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing as well, they're talking about the the the, the, the other thing they put with the, with the garlic and. The vinegar, yeah, to, to keep the spider at bay. I'm assuming that spider's now just trapped in that flat. Well, Cause presumably, because he couldn't get but past. But even then, 
right, I can understand. All right, that's not. It's not going to want to touch that line. Yeah. But it was only a thin line, and I don't know quite why it couldn't just scuttle past quickly. Well, I've got to be honest. When I've I've put down the spider spray, yeah, they will not go near it. No, yeah, but there is generally... something it gives off, and I think that would pretty much that would happen. It wouldn't go, it, but I think it would find another way out. Really, but it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily. But it was going right up to the line. It just wouldn't cross it. Mm. Now I'd have thought it would have been. You know, it couldn't get close enough because of the smell or whatever. That it wouldn't go near the lot, you know. It's, well, that was just that was guard. just for dramatic yeah. effect. Dramatic effect, really, wasn't it? It, yes. it was, yeah, you I know. know. I, I know. Yeah, I mean, usually they they just scuttle away from it. They wouldn't go anywhere near it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So it, just the fact that everything that came out of the Doctor Smith this was like a science lesson. I thought, well, we don't, you know. It, it's it's okay now and again, but it's just it's getting a little bit too much. It certainly was in this episode for me, anyway. It's got no, it's got no, it's got, it's got so nothing. we're going to get next week PE. You want to say again? Sorry, what we're we going to get next week PE. PE next week. Yeah. <laughs> we've had history and we've had science. Art will come up soon as well. Art, yeah. But um, oh, and we're back with Vincent and the Doctor. Obviously. Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that just began to grate on me a little bit this episode, um, if I'm honest. But um, but I mean, there was some. I think before we get onto the uh the good stuff um I think that the I think Yazzie's um family were very thinly characterized really um I think that the there's more to come with the mother I think because she's wants an explanation so I think yeah. that's that's sort of um almost harking back to Rose and Jackie to a certain degree mm. with that one um I think the rest of the family just that the father and the sister seem to be there as uh, sort of almost like comedy value at the moment. But um, yeah, so yeah, I'm not too sure about about that. But are they now? I do to... like Ryan's little looks though. Like yeah, when the, yeah, when the sister said, "Oh, are you going out or whatever?" and he said, "No, just friends." And she went, "Oh, that's good." <laughs> just like the roll of his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. But. Um, <laughs> But are we are we to assume now that Yaz is bi as well? Based on um, her mum's comments. Um. No, I don't know. No, I suspect. I suspect from that. I mean, I I took that as being that her mother just doesn't meet any of her friends at all. Hmm. So. Whether the mothers had speculation. Well, it, it just it just seemed a bit weird because when she asked about the doctor saying, "Are you a couple?" or whatever, yeah, she was really disapproving. When she asked about Ryan, she was all smiles. Are oh, you two a couple? It was it was completely different. So it also we've yeah, got, but that, we, that, we've got yeah, a, a but disapproving. That necessarily... I don't know. I think that, it's about, but I that think... doesn't necessarily mean that she was. Um. Expecting her to say yes or not, I don't know. No, I just think that was just. Well, no, it, it, it just—it would just seem to be telling, really. The sort of like asking about the doctor. Yeah. It was—it was disapproving if if the answer was going to be yes, but when she asked about Ryan, the look on her face said, "Oh, you know, please say yes." 
you know, it was. She'd be yeah. happy if that was the answer. So, um, hmm. but yeah, I, I that, don't know necessarily that that leads to anywhere necessarily for the future. I don't know. No, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. It just sort of the, whether that's what they're trying to hint at there. Not entirely sure. But uh, but anyway, talking about um, broad characterizations, uh, the Jack Robertson character. Yes. Yes, our uh, our tr- Trump substitute. I was going to say, it wasn't, wasn't thinly disguised, was it? it? Not at all, not at all. Um, it, that was uh, a bit too on the nose, really. Yeah. Um, but then to also reference Trump as well, yeah. as he's like big, he's big enemy, and then him wanting to run for, you know, run for president, and he owns the hotels amongst hotels. other business ventures, yeah. and uh, yeah. It was a little bit too, too broad, for my liking. That one. Happy with guns. I mean, I don't, I don't know where this series is looking to. They're 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 starting to slightly alienate some of their American viewers. I thought, maybe maybe viewers they don't want if they are alienated. Well, them, exactly, so I know, exactly. But... but I mean, hmm. I don't know. I don't know on this really. I I I sort of. I think this, this, it's something that's come up um, after the end of this episode. I'm basically saying that all the antagonists um, in, in, in the stories you've had so far haven't really been stopped by the Doctor. They haven't been sort of like... Uh, I think people were saying... I don't, maybe my choice wasn't be wrong here, but you know, sort of like... Sort of when I say stopped, I mean killed by the Doctor. It does seem to be they're yeah. going down the route of the doctor and is not going to kill anybody. But at the end, when Robertson shot the spider, the doctor did nothing at all. No, but then I suppose, I mean, the spider... I mean, there, there was a question as to what was the worst way for that spider to die, I suppose. It's true. Unless the, do- the doctor was going to save it or not. I mean... If you'd taken the spider to a vet, I think the vet would have said, well, we have to put it down. Yeah. Oh, you would do. Exactly. But it, it, it's the... It, it was Once he's come round, he just said... Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's because, it's, it's because it's him. That's the thing. He was he was the bad yeah. guy of the piece. He, he was the one who basically caused all this to happen without a shred of, you know, remorse. No. At all. Um... I thought for one moment when they found the the, the bodies of um, or was it Kevin and Frankie? Yeah, was was like you know spun up as waiting for you know to be eaten by the spiders. Um, I thought for a moment there he, he was gonna he was gonna be a bit more remorseful, but that well it didn't go anywhere, did it? So um, no, but yeah, yeah, just the fact he, he basically sort of got away with it. Yeah, and, he, uh, and it's like, and he's. It seems to be that he, he's got away with it all his life, and you were, mm. and in these sort of stories, you expect the doctor to stop that from happening again, um, but there wasn't. There was none of that at all. I just, I, mean, I just, I just found wonder, it a bit odd, you know. Wonder whether we're going to have reoccurring characters. I know they said there's no two parts, but. Well, maybe they just sort Inter- of... Interestingly, this this isn't this wasn't this episode shot with one of the later episodes as part of the block. So the director 
is done this one and then one that's don't yeah. know, towards Maybe. the end. Well, I, I so was... so you know, if they were shot together, then you could have him as a reoccurring character in that episode because obviously they'd have been shot around the same time. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be sort of reoccurring characters, but I, I, I sort of get the feeling that they're sort of setting up at the moment. It seems to be that humans are the worst monsters, really. Um. Well. Because you had the whole thing with the, the 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 racism thing last week. You've got this thing with with the with yeah. the, 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 the the Trump substitute. Um, I suppose you could say that like the ghost monument. I don't know. I suppose you could but, say. I suppose you could say the Art Malik character was, again, he he set it all up, and he basically walked away as well at the end as well. Mm. It was. I know we said at the time that sort of just just really just introduced the TARDIS, but. But I mean, but there, but there again, that none of them knew what a human was in that. No, exactly. But it, you know, I'd say humanoid. I suppose you could say. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm stretching the definition a bit there. I know, but um, yeah, yeah. It just in the last, certainly last week and this week, it's certainly been you know humans are the mm. worst monsters. But the baddie was alien in the first. Alien by most standards in the first. Yeah, episode. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know really. It just seems to be, I don't know, but it just seems to be the way it's sort of the last, you know, this week and last week, you know, that there hasn't been any um, sort of, I mean, to be honest, when you watch this all the way through, the Doctor didn't know what was going on. You thought it was going to be some sort of sci-fi explanation for it. And it, yeah. and it wasn't. And I think that's where you yourself, um, we, we've had that with some of the feedback about the, the, the Green Death parallels. Yeah, um, I mean, you that's, said, that's, that's you said exactly what, the same. Thing. It? it was, yeah. You said exactly the same yeah. thing. You sent me a um, a text after it had finished. Um, after I said, "Oh, are you sitting comfortably?" Halfway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there there were, there were a lot of um, parallels with that, um, and that didn't have a. Um, it, that wasn't a, a sci-fi resolution either, was it? It, it was an ecological. Storm yeah. more than anything else, um, and again to do with like toxic. What, you know, what do you do with your toxic mm. waste and the side effects? And th- this was, you know, exactly the same, really. Huh. Oh, just just totally unrelated. Well, to, to this episode, but I saw someone had tweeted in the week, and I can't remember who it was now. Yeah, talking about the the Green Death and so everyone saying about you know how the Doctor got emotional and had to leave. I'm saying no, it wasn't. He just got fed up with a turnip wine and had gone looking for a decent pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that as well, actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I'm not going to be able to watch that last episode, that last bit of the episode again now without thinking. That's the thing. He wasn't dri- driving off sad. He was just trying to find the nearest boozer. How <laughs> <laughs> can I get a decent drink around here? And of course, in those days, you could drink and drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, so yeah, I, did, I just thought the whole, the whole, you know, the Jack Robertson character was a little bit too on the nose. Really, there was, there, yeah. was, there was nothing subtle about it. But then again, there's nothing subtle about Trump, is there? So, no, I mean, yeah, art, I mean, art imitating it's, life, it's, it's there a, really. It's, so. a, it's a question, yeah. How how do you how do you parody Trump, really? Isn't it? Well, he's a walking parody when, anyway, isn't when, he? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely a difficult. You there's, there's, you can't you can't you actually have to tone him down. As opposed to, well, exactly because I mean Trump. Oh God, I don't want to get some sort. We're meant to be Doctor Who podcast, but I mean, you know, Trump is so completely transparent. 
as to what yeah. he is and who he is. Um, I, I suppose if, if you're going to parody him, you've got. To, it's not so much parody, really, is it? It's it's almost no. You're hitting reality more than anything else. Yeah. It's truthful. Yeah, I mean, you just you're there, really, aren't you? So yeah, it was more. Actually, I think the most most thing about it was the fact that they did try, they did mention Trump, which you sort of think, well, you know. I think that's the thing that kind of tipped it over the edge more than anything else. Yeah. The fact that he was, a, a, you know, it was almost like he, he wanted to be Trump. Yeah. You know, he, he was sort of like a mirror image of, 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 of Trump, really. But but the thing is, what I did like was the um, the reaction from Ryan well, the problem Ryan, was he when, wasn't, they first, he when they first saw him, when it was a HU, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's sort of like the, the winks and the, the nods and everything. I thought oh, yeah. I mean, you have to say, yeah. Graham's face when he goes, "Yes, I'm, I'm him." Yeah. <laughs> actually, that that is actually the highlights of this episode are just the little bits that was happening. Yeah. In and around at the in the background. Well, it's funny. I mean, obviously, someone said about obviously Ryan and the doing the shadow, the shadow puppets. puppets in, yeah. Which, which you know, never focused on him at all, did it? You know, no. it was all literally all completely in the background. And some of the point, he was actually obscured, and all you could see was the the actual shadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, it, it comes back to what you said. I think it's from last week um, again about the almost like um, spaghetti western, uh, like Sergio Leone sort of camera or direct, you know, directorial style. Mm. With the the close ups and anything in the background is just out of focus. Yeah, and it was the same with that. And again, it it's almost the same with the uh, Graham and Grace scenes. Yeah, because so, initially she's in the background; she's ever so slightly out of focus. And yeah, the, the, but the, they pull focus on him, um, which I, again it worked fantastically. It really did. Yeah, for somebody who set out from the end of the first ep- well, our, our review of the first episode saying, what I don't want to see now is Grace keep coming back as yeah a prompt to to grow you know a ghostly sort of prompt to Graham. Mm. I thought it worked with this episode because it was basically saying that. You know, it shows you why he makes the decision he makes at the end. Yeah, is the fact that there's just too much, too much going on, too much memories in the house for him at the moment. Yeah, he just can't. He'd go mad if he tried to stay there and hmm. yeah, sort it out. It's it's the grief is too much there. Um, so that sort of makes sense to that. I just hope that that is all we're gonna get. In terms of her, what you know, I'm just slightly worried that we're going to end up almost with you know what I was worried about with that would be that whenever there was a point where Graham needed courage or needed to do the right thing, she'd be there prompting him. Mm, yeah, I'll see what you mean. That's that's what I'm worried about. I think it worked. It worked in that sense because it just was Graham dealing with his grief. Yeah, and his grief was manifesting itself as her. Being there with him, you know, mm, and it worked. So that, so that worked. Yeah, yeah and that worked, really and that, worked. that that made totally then sense for him then to want to go with the travel with the doctor. 
Yeah. Tilt yeah, Wiley I... to give him time to sort out his feelings. Not on his own. Not yeah. in that house. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that was, and again, um, Bradley Walsh was excellent. Yeah, really. I mean, he, he hasn't. Um, I mean, so far hasn't, hasn't, you know, hasn't put a um, hasn't put a foot wrong. Really hasn't. No. I mean, yeah. none of them have. No, they haven't. To be honest. Um, I mean, you, you, you sort of fault is how long into this are they going to start? You know, with four, with three companions, friends. Tardis team, whatever. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are 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 we going to have one that you're going to find is annoying? Yeah. And none of them have been. No, they haven't. I think they've all found their little niche. And I think it's it just really works. Oh, it does. I think it really it, it it's it's been so far spot on to be honest. Yeah, absolutely spot on. I mean, if you and as you say, I mean, I mean, not that Ryan's done a lot, but it's just little bits in the you know just little scenes, little last week where you know he meets Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. That bit, that scene was brilliant. This, obviously, you know, just the odd expression and how he reacts and. Obviously, with the I say the shadow puppets and whatever, mm. just yeah, I mean they're all quite likable. They are. That's the thing. Um, I, I think the other thing with with Ron, you also had the the letter from his dad, um, yeah, as well, which didn't intrude on the plot too much, but it, it was used just to bring him and Graham closer. Really, yeah. with, with the with the line about coming back to to, to your proper family. And Ryan said yeah, he didn't. Was, he didn't. He didn't like that, you know. Yeah, it was the first point where Ryan, you know, you felt you felt had the obviously the spider not intervened at that point, mm. there would have been a case where he would have turned around and said, "Look, I see you as family." Yeah, it's only Graham said, "Did have, you check? Did you check the ceiling?" Ceiling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that stops that. Yeah. You know, and it also sets up the fact that. You're setting up the, there that he doesn't feel that he's got family to stay for. Mm. You know, it's not that he's going because there isn't anyone else, but he's going because he wants to be with the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I quite liked actually. Mm. That's, um... And 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 now, if you want to cut straight to the end bit, I thought I, I really enjoyed the fact that they are all going. Consciously, in you know their own decision, their own wanting to, you sort of started to worry after last week. Was are we gonna? I mean, other than the fact, I mean, I even wondered whether this episode was gonna be almost like a parallel universe or something that they weren't really home in Sheffield. They was at Sheffield, but at a different point in time where the spiders were bigger and a. Something could happen to evolution, mm, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that you know was part of my faults, but actually the fact that they were back and it, it and they you know they have now made a decision to go with her, I think is good because obviously there was the fear that we was going to end up with the whining. Yeah, 
the, yeah. the Tegan, I just want to go home. I want to go home, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't want that again, do we? Um, no. I, I, actually, I did like that scene at the beginning, though, when they sort of the Doctor says we finally got them home, and it's sort of like a bit, well, didn't really want to say goodbye, which was which is yeah. a bit of a... Um, a bit of an about face for the Doctor, um, which was which was sort of quite refreshing, really. Hmm. To have the sort of like wanting to actually be with people rather rather than being the Doctor being on 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 her own. So I, I didn't mind that at all, actually. I, th- I think I mean Jodie Whittaker's still really, really. I mean, still really good in the role. Um, yeah, I think I'm hoping that the how can I put it? She becomes less tenant like or Matt Smith like as well as as we go along and she finds her own sort of character for it a bit. Yeah. Um and there's less history or science lesson in every single line the doctor comes out with. It's it just felt this episode to me felt a little bit forced. And that's not Jodie Whittaker's fault. Um Yeah, I mean but I think we've had this. I mean but the the, the question is, is this what we're gonna have from Chris Chibnall. Well, that's the thing. You could be educational without making every single line of dialogue. Yeah. You know, educational. If you see what I mean. In 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 in, in that way, it was. It's so on the nose. Yeah. And, and as someone's and someone said in this about the fact that you know there wasn't so much sonic screwdriver, and there wasn't. There was only the two. Or a couple of bits. That yes. Were, yeah, that was refreshing as well, actually, especially after that. Was used. Yeah. Although although still takes the pose when and he's pulling the face as well, I've noticed. Yeah. She's got the sonic look when she's using it. Like she's pointing a gun or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do see I do exactly, exactly what you mean there. But uh, Yeah, so I mean At the point of changing a lock, you just thought, you know, she could have gone up and stood next to it and just held it at waist level and Done the lock that way. But no, we've got. A, didn't need. Didn't need to take two steps back. The flourish. Of the, uh, yeah. Of the pocket and yeah, yeah, exactly. It needs to be a bit more understated, doesn't it? Yeah. If yeah. if you're going to use it a lot, then it's it is really going to get tiring if she has to do it that. Is, yeah. Every just sort of make it. Well, I suppose really, if you've got a bit of merchandise you're trying to flog, then you're going to have it pointed straight at the camera every week, aren't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I suppose so. I hadn't really thought about it that way, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. I don't know. Cynical me, but uh, yes, but uh, no. I, 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 I certainly enjoyed it, but um, it's certainly been. Uh, how can I put it? it? It was sort of it, out of the four episodes. It's number four on the list, if you see what I mean. In if I was ordering, put them in order of enjoy, you know, of my fa- best episodes this series so far. Yeah, um, this would this would be bottom, really. I mean, but by no standards is it, you know, curse of the black spot or oh god no, whatever. No. I mean, if oh, this Christ. is the sort of having had the the heavyweight episode last week. If this is the you know the lighter, just romp sort of story, then. Hmm. Oh, that's what Martin it's, said. You needed something like that. Um, Martin, having yeah. his feedback. I mean, yeah, it's, that, that's absolutely right. You you do need something to lighten things up again. If you'd have gone into yeah. a big social, I mean, it did have a social message. I mean, you know, on the well, it's, the it's, it's not. It's not what we should be doing. Yeah, but it's it, not. It's not that. That wasn't the bit hammering down at you. 
No. No, exactly. I think it was it was more to do with the. Um, the... It was just more to scare children. Into it was, and, and arachnophobes, and, really. And, and, and certain adults. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, I, th- I think for, for me to sum this up, I would say it's good, but a little bit of a disappointment, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say, so, no, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, I think, I think I don't think it was a disappointment. I think, um, yeah, it was, it was a. A good little story, and I think probably will enjoy it again if I watch it another again. You know, it's not going to be something that I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily want to watch again. No, I wouldn't I th- be bothered to watch again. No, I think it's one. I mean, of those... you, you you may have a different, may have different opinion, opinion on that. that. No, I think it's one of those ones. If it's on, <laughs> I'll watch it. I certainly wouldn't turn over. And, oh God, it's this one again. You know, I I would. You know, I w- I would watch it. So I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad. It's not a bad episode under any circumstance. I just think no. I think it's just been to me. It's a bit of disappointment to what's come before it. You know. So yeah. Because I, th- I think so. The first three episodes, to my mind, were, were, were solid episodes of Doctor Who. Um, hmm. I know people are going to disagree, and they're going to say this was solid for them as well. And if you enjoyed it, you then good for you. You know. Um, no, I mean I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it more the second time I watched it actually. Well, I must have, I've only managed to watch it once, so because um, we were, we're, we're, we're a bit of a fast turnaround on recording this week, aren't we? So yeah, more because I think I, what I enjoyed more was the the scenes without the spiders. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know Graham in the house and the the, the more the little conversations, the small character driven moments were certainly the, the highlight yeah. of this. They yeah, really were. Whereas watching it the first time, you sort of got a bit more into when are the spiders coming, the spiders, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're just waiting for someone to. I have to say, I mean, was was there any temptation? Do you think to to have a, one of the spiders jump on someone's back? I <laughs> know oh, it would. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that was about the right size, weren't they? They were for a Planet of the Spiders connection there, certainly. But uh, uh, that would have been good. But oh well. Oh well. So, um, so I, I, I haven't really got much else to to say. But is there any any last minute things from you, Paul, this week? No, I mean the only thing getting back to back to this again is I'm not quite sure how for a doctor saying about you know don't want to kill them or whatever. How humane locking them all in a room together was. Well, yeah, that was that was yeah. Um, basically, let them starve to death or eat each other. Each other, you get the feeling eat each other was going to be the. Yeah, that the, wasn't. You know, that wasn't in any way. That, humane, that was very much actually. as long as it happens out of sight, then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that yeah. didn't really seem to be a solution. I mean, you could say from this that the doctor didn't really offer any solutions that were. Well, no, that, that's it. It all comes back to what I said. Really, the the, the doctor was pretty ineffectual. Yeah. For for for, well, all of this story really mm. didn't really solve anything. To be honest, no. Lock, locking him in the room was the only solution she had. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what I mean. It wasn't. I think the doctor, you know, doesn't really. And then, and then allowed the the real bad guy, the real villain of the piece, to walk away unscathed, mm. which I just thought was 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 odd, but. Hi ho. 
I'm not, right, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying this Jack Roberts is going to be a recurring character. I, I, I think it's it's more of the maybe the the theme of what the Doctor does to resolve the story each week is more as more of the recurring theme rather than recurring characters. I I, I suppose with the Jack Robinson it is what was the Doctor going to do? Hang around and, in, and get part part of a court case against him for illegal dumping. Well, all it needs because that's really the only crime he's committed. Well. The thing was, he's not he's not done the experiments on the spiders. Well, no, it's, no, it's not that. It's it's the fact that he doesn't care, really. It's like nothing to do with no. me. I subcontracted that out. Um, but at the end yeah. of the day, no, he is responsible. He employed them. He is responsible. But but but, but, yeah, but, but, to, but to his mind, he's not. But but if you think back to what the doctor did to Harriet Jones, he didn't. The doctor didn't agree with Harriet Jones's resolution. In 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 the um, was it Christmas invasion? And he, and he sowed the seeds for her downfall. So he wasn't going to let her get away with it. He didn't have to didn't kill her. He just brought her down. In another yeah. way, but the doc did nothing in this one to stop him. But but there's a question of what would you do? I mean how? I mean the way he brought obviously Harriet Jones down was by. Um, making her seem less than like you know that there was something slightly wrong with her. Well, the thing was he. Well, he, you know, I don't know necessarily. If you if you're taking the the, the thing on, if you're taking the, to the parallels to Trump. Is what would the doctor say that could bring Trump down that hasn't already been said? <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? Though it, it was that if obviously the doctor's not going to is not going to kill this person, but. Does something to stop yeah. them doing anything else, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what the doctor with Harriet Jones, the doctor stopped her from doing anything else like that, you know. Um, but in this, no, nothing. I, I just, found, yeah. I just, I just found it a bit odd, really. Mm. But, but maybe it's, it's all the way through. We're still getting the doctor, still trying to figure figure herself out and who she is and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Maybe maybe this is going to resolve itself um, towards the end of the series, where the Doctor figures out what what she wants to be. Yeah. Oh well, we've we've got uh, another six episodes to go to find out. So. Yeah. So next week we're, we're at the halfway stage. I can't believe we're halfway through this series already. Yes. Yes. So um, with an episode title, I'm already struggling to pronounce. Um. Is it the Saranga conundrum? Is that how you pronounce yes, it? It is a bit of a conundrum. It is actually it? for me. It is yes. <laughs> you know what? Not my pronunciations like on some of these uh, titles and words on occasion, but yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, yeah, so that that's what we've got coming up next week. Mid- the midway point. So um, yeah. So if is there anything else you want to say, Paul? If not, we should, no. we, should we should leave no, that I've, there. Sure. I think I think that is there. That yeah. is there. That is there. Cool. Good stuff, good stuff. So, um, until next week, then we're we're back to review the. (laughs) Oh God, I'm saying this right—the Saranga conundrum. So, until next week, then it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.
listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.